my dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Welcome to Before Breakfast, a production of iHeartRadio. Good morning. This is Laura. Welcome to the Before Breakfast podcast. Today's tip is to do your errands during the week rather than on weekends. I know that weekends seem like a convenient time to do all those chores and errands that seem more difficult to squeeze into the work week. But just because something is convenient doesn't mean it's always the best use of time. I was reminded of this when I got a question from a listener named Matt. On its surface, this question wasn't about groceries at all. Matt writes that, My wife recently began a new job that has our work schedules completely flipped around, leaving us with very little time to spend together. Any tips on how to make the most of my time when we are away from each other so we can make the most of our time together? I love this question because while we all think of time in discrete categories, Matt recognized that all our hours influence each other. Matt wisely wanted to optimize his time with his wife. Doing that required looking at the hours he didn't spend with his wife too. Often, when I hear from couples about oppositional work schedules, what's happened is that one party works a standard 8 to 5 job, and the other works something along the lines of 4 p.m. to midnight. The party that has to be at work at 8 doesn't want to stay up till 1 a.m., and the party that works until midnight doesn't want to wake up at 6.30. You wind up not seeing each other during the week. That sounds tough, but the good news is that weekends are real days, too. They don't have to be an afterthought. You can have a real relationship just seeing each other on the weekends. But then you also want to make sure that you're not spending your entire weekend doing chores and errands. That is a recipe for feeling like you have no time for fun at all. So as a couple, I suggested that Matt and his wife figure out what needs to be done. Grocery shopping, buying home items, cleaning, laundry, yard work. They could then split this in an equitable fashion. Then each person would do his or her chores and errands during non-work weekday hours. When they got to the weekend, these things would be done. They could spend their time hanging out with each other and connecting as a couple, rather than trudging through a to-do list. Even if you do see your spouse or kids or friends during the work week, I still think there are upsides to getting the chores done. You're already in work mode during the week. The chores are just work of a different sort. This opens up the weekend for longer day trips or other fun activities. Of course, there's a reason people tend to do errands on weekends, even though stores are more crowded and every time I go to Costco on Saturday, I wind up parking what seems like a mile from the store entrance. Time feels in short supply during the week. 
But I've gotten lots of tips from Before Breakfast listeners on how they make it work. For instance, one woman with six children writes that I typically put in an online grocery pickup order for Friday. So we are all stocked when the weekend officially starts. I have no desire to spend my Saturday grocery shopping. We have a few basic meals that help make weekends when we are all home easier. Another listener writes that she does quick shopping trips during work breaks. Twice a week during my lunch, I run to the store, buy food for half the week, and bring the perishable items into my office fridge for the rest of the day, she writes. I leave the non-perishable items in the car. This is super quick to unload because I ask the grocery clerks to separate the cold and non-cold items while they are bagging. Some days I've even brought a cooler with ice packs and left the cold items in the car. This listener notes that this beats shopping after work when she's starving and also means she gets more time with her family. You could pick two days during the week to toss a load of laundry in before work and toss it in the dryer after work. That way you don't go into the weekend facing a pile. Or if you need to run errands, maybe do this after dinner one night. The stores will probably be pleasingly close to empty. Of course, you may decide that this is impractical and you need to use your weekends. Still, I'd suggest setting a time limit. Saturday morning could be chores and errands time. This forces prioritization. If it doesn't happen then, it probably wasn't that important. Or if you find yourself looking at a dirty floor some other time, you can tell yourself that there's a time for this, a time for cleaning the floor, Saturday morning. And now is not that time. Do you do errands and chores during the work week rather than on the weekend? How do you make it work? You can let me know at beforebreakfastpodcast at iheartmedia.com. In the meantime, this is Laura. Thanks for listening. And here's to making the most of our time. Hey, everybody. I'd love to hear from you. You can send me your tips, your questions, or anything else. Just connect with me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Before Breakfast Pod. That's B-E, the number four, then breakfast, P-O-D. You can also shoot me an email at beforebreakfastpodcast at iheartmedia.com. That before breakfast is spelled out with all the letters. Thanks so much. I look forward to staying in touch. Before Breakfast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts, the medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.